This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. Tom Lee Hackey has become part of my morning prayers. I was a full-time nurse, just lifting up a patient. A tractor trailer came up behind this, pushed us right through. Right off the bat, you just felt comfortable. I felt somebody had my back. He says, I'm going to do everything that I can do for you. You guys are amazing. I love you. Call Pond Lahaki Giordano, highly rated Philadelphia workers' compensation attorneys. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. An Odyssey station. The Labor Show with Jay Doc and Krause. If we don't move in our own direction, we're going to become extinct. In fact, in some cases, we're close to being extinct right now. Presented by the Law Offices of Pond, Lee Hockey, Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. This is The Labor Show with Jay Doc and Krause. And a good Saturday night, everyone, and welcome into another edition of The Labor Show with Jay Doc and Krause as we come to you here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We bring you Jay Doc, or we bring the listening audience the opening hour. We begin our journey tonight earlier in the week where we start the conversation at the Leacor Center. Yeah, Joe, uh, you know, you can, the electricity in here is incredible. Um, we are at a rally uh, with the leadership of District Council 33. This is uh, we, jumping off of last week's show. Here we are, gentlemen. Omar Salam, Vice President, District Council 33. Frank Halber, Secretary Treasurer, Discount, District Council 33. And of course, um, in, the, in the building is Ernest Garrett, who's the President of District Council 33. Gentlemen, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. I know, Good to see these guys again. I, I know uh, this time last week, we were hoping that we wouldn't be here. We were hoping that the city would uh, cooperate and that there would be uh, an amicable resolution. Uh, but here we are at the rally. Uh, Omar, if you would, what is the uh, purpose of the rally? Um, it's a general membership meeting. Our purpose is to bring our membership together. Um, unity is, is important. Strength is important. So President Gary, he wants to address the, the body of, of District Council 33, um, give a State of Union address, let them know where we started at to where we're at, and just start the process of actually bringing the membership together. Uh, Frank, Frank Calbert, talk about um, the current status of negotiations. Uh, I think to, uh, tomorrow night, the 30th, we ha- you know, that's the, you know, the contract is up. Okay, we're in the, we're the, we're in the 11th hour. Do we have um, any update? Well, I can tell you that I'm cautiously optimistic. I think that's a fair statement to make. Absolutely. And that's one of the reasons why we have all these members coming in here today to get to get their take on it. Listen, um, we're not we're, we're a total democracy. This is a, a perfect model of a democracy in this country, a union, as you guys well know. And our members are uh, coming in under Leah Corsa, and they're going to have their say-so, what they like, what they don't like. And uh, they're going to have a say-so in this contract. But I am cautiously optimistic. Let me follow up. Let me get you to follow up. And, Omar, you can jump in. And, Frank, you're welcome to answer as well. Um, This negotiation comes um, at a time when everybody just finished up getting through or working through the pandemic. So there's been this long history uh, over the last 12 months of battle, of struggle. Uh, Your uh, members 
are on or have been uh, on the front lines and now find themselves, as JDoc said, at the 11th hour. Is that good or is that bad for the process? Is it good or is it bad? I think it is just what it is at this point, Joe. Mm-hmm. And, and we talked last week about, we believe our people were essential. This pandemic just brought it to life, brought it to the forefront. Because our people are not sitting at home, as you well know, the sanitation, the 911 operators, the prison, the correction officers. We have frontline people that are, I mean, again, we've been essential well, long before this pandemic. This just brought it to light. And, and, and Frank and, and, and Omar, what is interesting about being at the end of the pandemic is, uh, you know, one of the things that President Garrett said was, we want a fair contract. We want to be, you know, our people were on the front lines. We've had people die. We, and, we, and, and, and uh, yeah, everybody could have walked off and took unemployment, uh, you know, for the last year and a half. Yep. But they chose to stick with their jobs as essential workers. And I'm going to say it from my standpoint, and this is the payback. In other words, you know, you, you think that city of Philadelphia would, 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 would take all that in consideration and not take it to this point. Uh, now, this is the ultimate solidarity. Hopefully, I know you guys are, uh, are uh, cautiously optimistic. What do you anticipate, and, and what is the sentiment of the members, Omar? The members want the city to do the right thing. Um, everybody talks about COVID and the pandemic and everything that's happened, but the reality of it is we've been on the clock since we signed our last contract. Our members haven't had what, they, what we feel like they deserve in a long time. We're just now, you know, we just have new leadership. We have new people in position. We're going a different direction about it. And that's not a slight towards the old uh, leadership or the people who were in charge before. We just want to do, FUS is really about the members first. And we're going to make sure that we actually do the job that we committed to doing. For so long, DC 33 has been like, we, we've been an afterthought as far as uh, unions going in Philadelphia, and we're, we're not having it anymore. And Frank, do you feel like it's important for the new leadership uh, to make a statement here? I mean, you've been on the, you, you know, you guys been in, in, in um, you know, in, in, in leadership for eight months. You, I've never seen a more passionate group of leaders um, and, and, and more determined to, to uh, get up to speed, if you will, uh, to get a proper health care package, to, to, to get wages that are fair. Um, is it important for, you know, and I know you, you're not trying to make a statement of, you know, end the world here, but, you, you know, do you think it's important that you guys, you know, uh, make a statement? Joe, it's absolutely important. Like, I've been around a long time now, and I've never been at a general membership unless it was an election. To be honest with you, in the last 20 years, it was just voting for officers. This is different. There's nobody running for office here. This is about our members, and you're right, what they deserve, what they've been through. And again, I go back to, this pandemic just brought it their, their essentialness to light to us. I mean, this is nothing new. We knew this long before this pandemic hit. Uh, what do you want the city of Philadelphia to know, obviously, um, you know, at this time, in the 11th hour? What, uh, you know, what is, what is the message, Omar? The message is, is simple and clear. We're, we're open to fair and honest negotiations. But at the end of the day, we're not going to go for, you know, we're not going to go for the banana and the tailpipe. We're not going to go for the okie doke. Like, at the end of the day, we want fair, honest communication conversation when it comes to contract negotiations but our membership has to they, 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 they have to get what they deserve they've been working through this pandemic like nobody else you look at all the major services in the city of Philadelphia our people provide them, provide them. and we know and understand that you know the, the city the world as a whole has suffered a lot of people went through a lot of things but our people have frontline every aspect of the things that have happened in Philadelphia and we just want our, prop, our city properly compensated we're, we're not trying to hold the city up we're not trying to ask for anything we just want fair treatment 
and and fair isn't going to be uh, you know the, the short end of the stick. We're, we're we're not taking that anymore. So status quo is not acceptable. No, no, it's okay. not. No. And having said that, uh, uh, is is there a um, any kind of sentiment that you're that that you're already feeling from the city? Just that the people showing up here, we're going to have good numbers tonight. They're, they're coming in now, and that says something. I'll say wouldn't be here. I mean, I, I, like to, I like to feel like the city is interested in doing the right thing, but until we actually sit down and we see it, and we actually, you know, we have it right in front of us, then we, we, we'll know to go. It's easy to talk and say what you want to do. It's easy to say that, hey, listen, we, we appreciate the guys, the job you guys have done. We know the sacrifice you got to make, but you got to show us. Absolutely. Uh, Frank, before we go, um, what do you want to say to the to the uh, to the citizens of the city of Philadelphia on behalf of President Garrett? Um, you know that that they should know uh, because this is a uh, a new ball game here. I would like to say to the citizens of Philadelphia that all your essential services that we all take for granted are being done by our members. Our members, again, are residents of Philadelphia. Uh, we are your neighbors. We are your coaches. Uh, nobody here, nobody in this building today is living on a house on a hill. We're row home dwellers to, from, from southwest to northeast. Uh, we are the community. We're not looking to uh, buy a house or a Mercedes. We're just, people got to be treated fairly. And anyone can look up how much the wages, the average wage of a city worker. It's not where it should be. And that's no secret. Omar? I think it's important that the, the residents of Philadelphia know that we appreciate them. Um, they, they, they stood by us greatly through this, this this whole trying times but we also want them to understand that we too are residents of the city of Philadelphia we too are taxpayers of the city of Philadelphia we do understand that you know we want to make sure that the services that the city is, is ob- obligated to provide actually there's a little noise in the background it's oh yeah hard. man Sorry, that's, that's cool here. man the, the services that we're we're obligated to make sure happen we want to do that but at the end of the day, we want to know that we appreciate them. It's not an attack on, on the public. We, we've had great support from the residents. We're just here to be treated properly. It's the Labor Show with Jadok and Krause as we broadcast to you from the Leah Chorus Center, special uh, edition of the Labor Show, uh, hour number one of the two-hour live show. Last thought, Omar, let me ask you point blank. Should the city um, not define the terms to be agreeable? Are you and are the members prepared to dig in until you get to that point? I guess if that happens, we'll find out. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show are sponsored by Plumbers Local 690, Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, Iron Workers Local 401, and SEIU Local 32BJ District 1201. Today's program has been pre-recorded. This whole nonsense about not giving workers the right to organize with so-called right to work, that's bad. Something like that comes to my desk, I'll be to it, not just because I'm a Democrat, not just because I'm pro-labor, but because I know for a fact that's not very smart. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome back to The Labor Show with J-Doc and Krause. Um, We are, uh, the setting is, uh, you know, Joe Krause always says, radio is is the year to the mind. Well, picture this. Um, We are at the rally for contract negotiations. a huge meeting down at the Leah Corps Center, uh, and we're, and we're uh, sitting here uh, introducing everyone to District Thirty Three, District Council Thirty Three uh, leadership. And so, uh, who we have in front of us right now, and of course, uh, we want to thank Omar Salam and Frank Halber on behalf of uh, President Ernest Garrett uh, for joining us in the first set. Uh, during the second set, we have 
Office of Fleet Management employees, Local 1927 of DC 33, Richard Jones, who's the business agent on board with us. Richard, how are you? Good. Great to have you. Uh, of course, Darnell Davis, yeah, uh, our, our, our great friend from 1637, who's the business agent uh, for Local 1637. And of course, Gordon Zimmett, who's the uh, president of Local 1637. Welcome. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So, so gentlemen, if you will, uh, let, let me start off with, with Richard. Who do you represent? Who are your members? My members are uh, members of fleet management. We are responsible for maintaining the entire city fleet. That goes from grass cutters to tractor trailers to earth moving equipment, cars, trucks, things of that nature. How many members in, in, in your local? We currently have 240 members. And. You know, what, what is the sentiment uh, of the members? Because right now we are on the eve of, you know, you, you know, the contract being up. Not the eve, but, you know, the two days before we got 36 hours. Right, right. So my members are upset. My members, some of them are disgruntled. Um, they're not liking the fact of the unknown. And so that leaves poor morale on the job. Um, and now we, we're in the middle or the beginning of a heat wave and working on hot vehicles, you know, can be uh, really disturbing. And we have management on our backs telling us we got to get it done. We got to get it done. Um, we're, we're low morale. And, and, and talk about the, 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 the contract. Uh, and I'm going to get this. I'm going to get everybody involved. In fact, you know what? Before I do that, let me go to uh, Gordon Simmett, President Local uh, 1637. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great. Good to see you. And, and uh, of course, we'll, we'll get to Darnell Davis in a minute. Um, remind our listeners, Gordon, who you represent. Uh, I represent the Philadelphia uh, Police Dispatchers, the Fire Department Dispatchers, uh, Parking Authority, uh, Department of Public Property, DA's office, as well as the police detention unit. And Darnell, uh, you're the business agent of, yes. of um, 1637. Yes. Uh, so it's the same crew, right? Yeah, pretty much the same mm -hmm. crew. We have all the police, all the civilians in the police department. Um, we don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, records are not dent, um, the custodial unit, the clerks at the districts, and stuff like that. Uh, we also have a new unit, the labor um, appliance unit. So we... Um, um, we have we all over the place. Yeah, we have thirteen hundred members. And and, and 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 having said that, um, guys, uh, talk about you know what the sentiment is of of, of your members, Gordon. Um, you know, are, are, is everybody nervous? Is it you know a little ticked off because you got a lot of essential workers yeah. over the last year, given all that that you had, and now all of a sudden you're not you know potentially getting the same treatment. Yes, um, the, our members are definitely fed up. Because over this past year, during the pandemic, they were mandated to work. They still came into work, you know, with dealing with any kind of exposure to their families and didn't always have the proper PPE available to them. Um, the fact that even when they weren't, uh, when they didn't come in, they would be disciplined. We have a couple arbitrations with people that were actually suspended for not coming in because they didn't feel safe. Um, so yes, people are definitely uh, fed up at the at the way that things are going with the city. Darnell, 
Yes, um, fed up is, uh, yeah, that's a light word. You know, we on the radio, I'm not going to say anything else, but they definitely fed up. Uh, they, you know, we've been here before the pandemic, during the pandemic, and we'll be here far after the pandemic, and we need to be compensated. We, you know, our people need to be compensated, need to be treated fairly, and that's what we all act, that's what we ask in the city to do. Treat everybody fairly and treat, treat us like we, like you deserve, we deserve to be treated. I mean, the city wouldn't work, the city works because we do. Uh, without police dispatchers, the city wouldn't work. Without fire dispatchers, the city wouldn't work. Without correction officers, the city wouldn't work. I mean, without people fingerprint techs, uh, all, all I can go all all night with it. But um, the city wouldn't work without us, and uh, we need to be compensated correctly. You have a, uh, you know, it's new leadership here, and um, it's a different tone. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, the previous leadership was successful for a lot of years, um, yeah. but. Uh, so, you know, we're not, but it's just a different tone right now. Yeah. Do you guys feel like um, there's something to prove in, in, in a sense that um, the status quo, whatever that may be or whatever that has been, um, at least for the last several years, um, do you want the city know that, to know that uh, that's unacceptable, Richard? Absolutely. The, um, Philadelphia doesn't move without the employees of fleet management. Um, at the hiring orientation of every member, they're told that they are essential. And when the city shuts down, that doesn't mean you shut down. You have to come to work. And now during this pandemic, we had to come to work. They didn't care if you had COVID. They didn't care if you took COVID home to your families. They didn't care. Um, they, there was no compensation. There was get back to work. There were people that were written up and disciplined because of COVID. You know what I'm saying? So we are, the air now is everybody's together. Everybody's trying to get back to where unions should be. And yes, with the new regime, people are beginning to feel that they have someone behind them. Uh, Gordon, when, when you're talking to your members, what's the message you're, 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 uh, you're giving them? The message is that we are definitely fighting for them. We know their importance, and we want the city to know it even more. And I feel like this past year, we proved, if we've never proved it, we've proved it now that we, this city works because we work. Absolutely. And I, listen, we all, we all know that. I've, I've said it a hundred times. The sanitation workers, if you don't get, you know, if, if something happens one week, okay, you're living with it, but you're agitated. Second week. You know, the world's coming to an end. Third week, you're calling right. the realtor. Exactly. Okay? Um, but having said that, Dornell, um, we got a, about a, a, a minute to the break. Why, what, what's the message to the citizens of, the, uh, of Philadelphia uh, you know, from where you're sitting? Um, to, a message to the citizens, we took these jobs for the city because we wanted to help the city, help improve the city. Stick by us as we go through this fight with the city and hope that we, um, the tri city treats us right. And I hope every member from, from the city votes that for us with their councilman and with the, the mayor to give us a fair contract. Now, before we go to break, a quick question. just in Is it the District 33 contract, the umbrella contract, or do each one of your locals uh, is, have a, a contract that's also up? Uh, it's, a, it's the umbrella of the, um, the contract, but we also have a, a correctional officers who are in District Council 33, about 2,500 members of them who have an arbitration, and we have the parking authority, about 500 members of them who have their separate contract. All right, so uh, having said that, um, uh, if you will, uh, you know, your par parting words for each one, um, you know, for to your members, what's the message, uh, Richard? 
my message to my members is to not forget that the city of Philadelphia does not move without you guys. Uh, Gordon? My message to, again, my, my members know that we are fighting for and we're not going to accept anything that's not fair and not honest. And uh, last but certainly not least, Darnell Davis. Um, the overall message, you know, from, from Local 1637 um, and, and, and from the workers, uh, what, what do you want to say? Trust us. We're going to look out for you and have faith in us. Have faith in the new leadership, and we're going to, and hopefully the city come along with us. All right. For Richard Jones, Darnell Davis, and, and Gordon Zimmett, uh, keep doing what you're doing, gentlemen. Uh, you're doing a great job on behalf of your members. We're here for you. Uh, we will be back with more of the Labor Show with Jay Dot and Krause after the break. Thank you. Thank you. Portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show are sponsored by Sprinkler Fitters Local 692, Iron Workers Local 405, and Steam Fitters Local 420. Today's program has been pre-recorded. We're going to try to work with Republicans in a bipartisan way to find solutions to what really is not working. And back here on The Labor Show with J-Doc and Krause as we come to you from the Leah Chorus Center uh, tonight. J-Doc, great opening uh, first half hour. We roll on with the uh, Labor Show special, the opening hour, and we are broadcasting from the Leah Chorus Center. Uh, back to you, sir. Yeah, uh, Joe, I mean, it's... it's um you know, an electric atmosphere here down at the Leah Chorus Center. Uh, you know, the, the, the District Council 33 contract expires in less than 34 hours. And having said that, we, you know, we're, we're fortunate enough to have uh, David Robinson, president of Local 159 of DC 33. David, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Great to have you. And of course, Eric Hill, who's the business agent uh, of Local 159. How are you? Feeling wonderful. It's great to see you again, sir. Thank you. Same to you. So, gentlemen, if you would, uh, David, first, who do you represent? Who are your members? Who are, who are your local? Oh, wow. I, first off, I represent the hardest working men and women in the city of Philadelphia. Awesome. We have the correctional officers. We have the sheriff's real estate division. We have the youth detention counselors at the PJJSC, Riverview Homes, and the OHS, the Office of Housing Support. And so... To say you're on the front line and you you know oh. you're you're on the tracks, the trains coming through every day. Every day. And you're dealing with things at the at, at the highest level. Yes, yes so, we are. And 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 Eric, uh, you know, representing the same members as a business agent. What what is your what's what's the difference in the in in in, in the uh, in the positions? The difference is that any issues that arise day by day. That's my responsibility once they're brought to my attention to direct my attention to it, bring it also to the attention of my co-partner, co David Robinson, as president, and deal with the matters to as best as we can. So having said that, um, it's a tense time right now. Contract negotiations um, you know, are, are underway. Um, what is on the line uh, for your workers, David? Oh, health and welfare. That's on the line. It's, that's num that's key. You know, these men and women, they worked through the entire pandemic. They've been here. They've been frontlining, as you said. And it's time they to be rewarded in a great way. You know, there's no need to keep things at a standstill. What's the sentiment? What, Eric, what's the sentiment of the members? Right now, they feel unrecognized. Mm -hmm. uh, as first-line defenders, as some of the city uh, workforce has been recognized, those members that we recognize have not been identified as such. And it's about time that they have been. 
and we hope that through our contract negotiations and, and other uh, matters dealing with the city that they will be. There was a comment made in the first half hour of the show, and I'd love for you to, uh, to comment about it. The city does not run or operate without DC 33. Just doesn't happen. Correct. 100%. 100%. Correct. 10,000 members. I, well, that's, I, I mean, you know, and most of them are going to be here tonight. Yes. And, yes. And, with, and so it's the uh, operations of this city, 100% plus, depend on those workers of DC 33. No matter how you divide them by the units of their employment or how you, you know, uh, pull them together as one unit. Without them, this city does not work. Do you think, quick follow-up, sure. J-Doc, do you think the city agrees or the city knows that? Of course they do. They know. They do. They know. And at this point in the venture of, of the contract negotiations that are about to expire throughout this, the city, uh, they know where they stand. And they know they're on the threshold of possibly a strike if necessary if the members of the city are not treated fairly and given that contract they, that they deserve. Having said that, uh, uh, David, what, what um, is the difference in the air of these negotiations compared to the, to the past, uh, the recent past? Well, honestly, we know the past when we had the, the Nutter administration, we went without a contract for years. So we just hoping that this time that doesn't happen. You know, the members are tired. That's, that's the atmosphere. Members are tired, they're fed up, and they just want to be recognized. Like Eric said, it's time. They want to be recognized for the work that they do. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you're, one of the benefits of being in a union, obviously, is quality health care. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Okay, I mean, that's, you know, people are uh, certainly, uh, you know, willing to lay their, and in your areas, they're laying their lives down on a daily basis. Yes. The, yeah. uh, the, the pressure never lets up. Um, where are we um, with, you know, with the health care package? What, in, in other, what are we trying to accomplish? Well, we're trying to accomplish a, a health care package through uh, our president, Ernest Garrett. Uh, one that is a comprehensible package that benefits everyone. That, that gives it a 15 to 25 percent boost to what it is now. Now, having said that, uh, this leadership team is... is I mean, it's a it's a, a very intense and passionate team. Oh yes. Okay. We we, we uh, that's a good thing, by the way. Oh, absolutely. We had the opportunity uh, to do the show with them last week, and I felt like I would get behind those guys. Uh, oh, you yeah. know, under and, and it, like in other words, I let them lead the way mm -hmm. through anything. Without through a the hell's thought. of fire. The yeah. fires of hell. Mm -hmm. Having said that, um, you know, what what does this leadership do? team you know, at the top bring to the presidents and the business agents of of the locals you know where you guys are stand it's a fire you know aggressiveness the times of the past where we just sit and be passive yeah that's over and in the past from my experiences is the first time that i've experienced being a part of something mm -hmm. as, a, as opposed to being on the outskirts waiting to be told what the contract is going to be this is the first time that the members and the representatives of those members have been direct participants like tonight uh, and, and and is there a, um an air of hope now where uh, the, the, the members feel like they're able to be engaged like this Definitely. time, you know, you know, it's it's a proactive approach, and they just don't have to settle for the status quo. Definitely, and that's exact, that's the difference today, right now, and forever. 
Now, you, and, and, and what do we want to accomplish here tonight at the meeting, um, you know, in, in regards to coming to uh, bringing a plan to come to fruition? Well, tonight is a, a big difference. Instead of the members coming tonight as they are assembled here tonight and listening to the leader leadership, leadership, the union leadership is going to listen to the members of this city and let them speak and tell us what they would like to have in a contract. I mean, you know, having said that, I mean, you, you know, that it, 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 it brings a whole new air of optimism when you feel like you have a voice as, as a union member. Okay. David? It's, I'm newly elected, so I was elected in March, so I'm fairly new in my position. But when I tell you, I'm a union baby. Yeah. So I know the struggles from the past and where we're at now. And with the team, with President Garrett and his team, we're in the good hands. Right. And then our local, 159, with Eric Hill and David Robinson at the forefront, there's nothing that's going to stop us. And David, do your, have you had success in your short time in crazy conditions? Oh. Have you had the success to be able to convey the power of your message to all of the members? 100%. In my short term, there's things that's been done that hasn't been done in years. Mr. Hill, I'll tell you. Well done. Great stuff. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. Um, you know what? Your members are in good hands. Thank you. Yes, they uh, are. With your leadership. I, we, we have a, a, a united leadership front here at DC 33, correct? Yes. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, from uh, the Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause, uh, we'll be back after the break. Portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show are sponsored by IATSE Local 8, District 1199C, and News Guild 10. Today's program has been pre-recorded. And back here on The Labor Show with Jadok and Krause as we broadcast to you here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Opening hour, Doc of the two-hour show, uh, broadcasting from the Leacor Center, uh, where it has been the opening three segments. Um, the one thing that we've noticed throughout the entire show, Doc, strong unity amongst all of the members and leadership who have been part of the show. Solidarity, Joe. Solidarity. And that's what it's all about. And that's what this event down here at this meeting at the, at the Accor Center is all about. Um, I'm ecstatic to bring into the broadcast uh, Shannon uh, Miltier, Vice President, 16, Local 1637 Police uh, Dispatcher. How are you, Shannon? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Great to have you. And, of course, John McGinnis, Shop Steward, Local 1637, also a police dispatcher. John, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Um you know, so we got a big event here. Uh, it, 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 Shannon, what are you hoping that we, uh, at this meeting, uh, what are you hoping uh, that, you, uh, that you accomplish for you and your fellow members? I'm just hoping that the dispatchers are finally given a good contract, um, something that's fair for us around the board. And you're dealing, and, and, and talk about, um, you know, the, the dispatchers and what type of job that, that you guys do on a daily basis. Um... We answer the 911 calls that are coming in. With the increase in crime, um, we are getting more calls. The calls are so frequent now um, with the increase of crime. Uh, we also dispatch to the police officers to make sure they're safe and they make it home to their families at night. Um, that's pretty much what we... And, but, and you guys, I mean, you've been working right through the pandemic, right? Absolutely. So can I add something in there? I have got to believe the amount of pressure and stress 
that is on every one of your members every day. Absolutely. 24 7, 365. Absolutely. Um, like I said, we're working extremely short staff as it is. Along with the pandemic, we have people who are out sick, so that makes us even more short staff. And then the increase of crime doesn't help at all either. Um, sometimes, sadly to say, some some phone calls go unanswered, and those people are in extreme emergencies. Um, so it is it's stressful for us because we think about what if our what if our family was on the other end of the line and couldn't get the help that they needed. Absolutely. I'll bring in John McGinnis, who's a shop steward uh, for Local 1637, also a police, a police dispatcher. John, what's the sentiment of, of uh, the, you know, the, the, the other members? Uh, you know, I mean, here, here you are, 11th hour, contract running out uh, in about tw- 30 hours. Yes, sir. Um, what's, 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 what's the scuttlebutt on the job? We're really all just hoping for a good contract that we all deserve and that we've been fighting for for years at this point. And, you know, hopefully this is just another opportunity for us to come out, have a strong showing of uh, solidarity as a union, show the city that we do need the contracts that we are and, trying and, to get. And, 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 there's, and there's new leadership, as you all, as you guys know. Yes. Uh, and certainly um, uh, they mean business. They want a contract. They want, they don't, they want fairness. Um, and they're, you know, not throwing around idle threats or anything like that. That's right. But they're serious. And it just seems like uh, the members are, are uh, you, you, know, uh, you know, supporting them uh, 100%. Uh, but also because the members feel like they have a say. Uh, uh, Shannon? Absolutely. Um, that in all honesty... Everyone in this in DC 33 holds an important job for the city. Sure, the city is working because we're working. Um, imagine if no one was on the other end of the 911 calls. You know, so at the end of the day, we deserve fairness. We deserve something that is fair for us. Absolutely, and 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 John, the the the, the sentiment of the members in regards to um, being a part of the process. That seems like it's um, you know. A, a, a main sentiment right now everybody's like okay you know we're not being like you know we're not being told what's going on we get a say in it right. talk about that yeah i think um especially under the like you said the new management or for lack of a better term management in in our union with the new union president in in earnest right earnest our secretary treasurer frank and our business agent darnell and the local president and omar Gordon. of course the vice president and of course, the Vice President Shannon. Right. Well, 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 I'm talking about Omar Salam, oh, right. of course, and and of course Shannon. But I mean, are, are the local presidents, you know, you know of, of the locals, on the, like what you know, what's the dynamic there, um, in regards to being on the same page with with uh, Frank Omar and of course uh, the the President Ernest. Well, one thing I can say about the new leadership is they were willing to listen to us. They wanted ideas. They wanted us. They wanted to know what we wanted in the contract. It wasn't something that they just went to the table without including every member. Um, as far as the locals and the leadership, I feel like there is cooperation between the two. So as long as all presidents can cooperate and get along and come to the table with some good ideas, I think that we'll get a good contract. Um, like you said, they mean business, and you can tell that they mean business. So I, I believe that... I believe and I'm hoping that yeah. we get what we deserve. It, it, 
look, look around you right now. This place is getting packed. Yes. How's that, ma- how's that make you feel in regards to, uh, you know, being energetic, energized, and, 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 and a sense of solidarity? Feels good. The energy in here is great. I, I am energized just by being in here with all my fellow well, union members. Around here. It's well, a good turnout so far. At least the Leah Coors Center, man. And, and it's, it's a big building. Very impressive. This place is going to be packed. It's going to be packed. I, I, I mean, Joe Krause, we don't get opportunities. I mean, there's 10,000 members uh, in DC 33. Mm-hmm. And to me, it seems like we got a, 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 a solidarity is, is the word. Shannon, if you will, um, any parting words to the to to your members and to the and to, and to the citizens of the city of Philadelphia, and then we'll of course go to John. Um, we're fighting. We're fighting. We're ready for the fight um, so that everyone gets what they deserve. Um, so we're down here representing. I know some people are still at, like a lot of the dispatchers are at work, but we're here representing you guys because we want what's fair across the board. Absolutely. Uh, John McGinnis, parting words? Um, I would say that we've all worked very hard over the last year and some change, and we are here to see to it that these efforts don't go unrecognized. We're going to be compensated with a new contract, we're hoping. And just uh, everyone just has to stay patient. We're going to win. All right. Well, listen, we want to thank you guys, first of all, for the job that is due. Uh, Shannon Miltier and, 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 and John McGinnis as, as police dispatchers. Um, you know, it doesn't get any more in the front line than that. The lives that is impact on a daily basis. So we want to thank you for your service, number one. And, uh, and tell you we're with you. We're proud to be here. Um, and, and, and certainly, uh, we're, uh, you know, we hope everything goes well. But at the same time, we, we know that, that everybody means business. And, we, and, and, uh, and I'm sure after this rally, the city of Philadelphia, uh, you know, and, and of course, uh, you know, the mayor's office will know it too. So Absolutely. good luck Absolutely. with everything. All right. Thank, Thank you, for you for your time. Us. Thanks for the opportunity. You got it. It's our Bye-bye. pleasure. Bye-bye. Thanks for the support. Jay Doc, that's going to do it for our number one of the broadcast from the Leah Chorus Center uh, here as part of what has been a spectacular uh, event. Well done, Everett. Thank you very, very much. Um, as we only have 60 seconds until we say goodbye and transition into our number two, uh, the John Doherty Hour. But let me give you um, last opportunity um, to kind of put a capsule, put a bow on what the conversation that we've had. Fascinating for a guy like me to be sitting in uh, here at the Leah Core Center watching 10,000 people file into what's going to be an incredible event. Well, I, I think, you know, President Ernest Garrett, okay, we had the opportunity to have him. His message is solidarity, but he's also, he wants to hear from the members. They have a voice. They have a participating uh, you know, they're, part, they're participating in the process. Of course, uh, Omar Salam, vice president, and, and Frank Albert. And then, of course, we met all the presidents of the locals and the business agents. The word of the night, Joe, was solidarity. We hope that, that, that um, there's no strike. Um, and, and we hope that, that, that the city of Philadelphia, uh, you know, listens to the message here. And, of course, we're happy to be a part of it. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, Good luck to everybody. We hope we're hoping for uh, a smooth and quick settlement. That's going to do it for hour number one of the Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause as we broadcast to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. On the other side of the top of the hour, it's the John Doherty Hour as we roll on on a Saturday night.
portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show have been sponsored by Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, CWA, Communications Workers of America, and AFSME Local 1739, DC 47. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded.